It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, Zach, I, I actually just finished crushing some chicken parm, and I am, I am freaking ready to rock and roll. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby. It's a Charlie Tuesday. Charlie Five, how are you? Doing well, doing well. Sweet. Close and personal. Yeah, Yeah, you're going to have to talk louder today. We're going to figure this out, though. I can handle that. I can handle We're going to figure this out. Uh, Yeah, we are broadcasting live from Baumhauer, our favorite place in the world. Yes. Ultimate favorite place in the whole world. What did you order this time? I got the uh, grilled black and white chicken sandwich. Trying to go healthy, but I added ranch and cheese. Yeah, I did not go healthy at all. I went with the the gooey burger, but Baumhauer's is the best place in the world. They have everything. The reason uh, Charlie Five and I are sharing a microphone today is because we are joined by a very special guest, an extremely special one. The most special. The most special guest of all time. Justin Hokinson with uh, AuburnLive.com. What's going on, dude? Wow. What an intro. I know. Welcome That's to the good show. stuff, man. I feel welcomed. We, uh, we, uh, we've had a party with the whole Hokinson clan. Yeah, man. Here on the patio at Baumhauer's on this uh, lovely Charlie Tuesday. Man, a lot of people super excited about what you guys have going on at AuburnLive.com, part of the On3 network. Yeah, it's awesome, man. We've been, you know, we've been live for a week. Um, it is, it has just exceeded our expectations. I would say a weekend. Um, what On Three is doing is going to be pretty awesome. It'll probably take a year for On Three to completely roll out, like database and everything that we want to do. Um, but there'll be obviously team sites involved, and we were one of the first. I mean, you know, for Auburn Auburn fans that are listening, give yourselves a pat on the back. I mean, we were we were one of the first uh, sites to go full on. Live. I mean, Bama doesn't isn't live yet. Georgia's not live yet. I think Clemson's about to start. So take that. Yeah, yeah. So so anyway, I mean, we're, we're rolling. Um, and 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 a lot of that's because of the Auburn fan base and, and how passionate they are. But yeah, Auburn Live. We launched a week. It's been amazing. Jeffrey Lee, who a lot of people know from from rivals for twenty years, fifteen years, whatever it is, and then Cole Pinkston, who's a really good recruiting analyst. And so we're rolling, man. We're having a lot of fun. Got a lot of exclusive content up. So we hope people will hop on over there and join us. I'm super excited because this gives me the opportunity to hold the world's record for most subscription sites, Auburn <laughs> subscription sites. So uh, I'm pretty fired up. <laughs> awesome content, awesome team. Uh, loving what you guys are doing so far. Thanks, man. The ten dollars for a year thing was that a mistake or did y'all do that on purpose? <laughs> yeah, it was a total mistake. And then we just thought, well, we've already, no, no. I mean, no. I mean, when when you start a site, man, you just you just want people to get in there and and be involved. Uh, we're, we're in there. Yeah, we're and be involved. involved. And then, you know, I, th- I I hope that over the next year, I hope that we provide good enough content and, and stuff for everybody. That, $10 that worth of content? Yeah, uh, yeah, I think you got that today. I mean, you had a <laughs> one-on-one so. with Bruce Pearl. You had practice intel. I uh, posted some practice intel from inside, you know, from sources inside. You had Trey Donaldson information. So, yeah, uh, the $10 you got today. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. The Bruce Pearl sit-down was awesome. Yeah. was awesome. But it's, uh, it's fall camp. We talked to coordinators today. What stood, out to, um, what stood out to you in regards to, you know, what Derek Mason and Mike Bobo had going on? Huh. <clears throat> Let's start with Bobo. Um, you know, he talked, to, he talked a lot about Bo Nix. Um, and, you know, I think in, in, in particular, the big thing that stood out, we wrote about it, was, was 
it's all about fundamentals with Bo. You know, he's not worried about his talent. He's not worried about his athletic ability. He's not worried about his ability to draw up a play. Um, it's, it's fundamentals. It's keeping your feet balanced. It's keeping your feet underneath you. It's understanding why the play is called and what they're trying to do. It's, it's the stuff that makes you a great quarterback that Bo hasn't had. He's, he's a great athlete, but I think everybody really has seen that, you know, he, he's scrambling. He's, he's a little bit undisciplined in, certain, in terms of his technique. I mean, we all see it. Uh, we all see the things that are holding him back. And so I think that's the thing that Bobo, you know, kind of hit on with him is we just, we, just got to make him more consistent and, and increase his, his fundamentals and make him a, a better overall quarterback, a smarter quarterback. So that stood out from, from Bobo. Um, he talked about a lot of different things. I'd probably say the other thing that stood out from Bobo was, you know, here we are three days into camp. You know, you have a game here in a, in a few weeks. Um, and he talked about <clears throat> the offense and the identity. And he said, you know, what we're not – we're all on the same page in terms of philosophy. Myself, Coach Harson, he's like, I wouldn't be here if we weren't on the same page in terms of what we were trying to do. He said, what we're trying to do now that, we're, that we don't – we haven't done yet is how, how do we get there? Wh- who, what are the strengths and the weaknesses of our players, and how do we take advantage of that? That's what they're still trying to figure out right now which is a big deal. They're trying to figure out, okay, what's this guy do well? Okay, if he does that well, then what play do we call? How, how do we utilize that? That's the kind of stuff that you have to do to become a good offense and be an offensive coordinator, and that's kind of where they're at right now. So that, that stood out from Bobo as well. Mason, uh, a lot of newcomers making an impact on defense. A lot of those transfers he spoke highly of. Um, and and I, that's kind of the story of the defense. Marcus Harris, Donovan Kaufman, Badarius Knighton, on and on. A bunch of new guys that could really have an impact on defense. One of the things that I wanted to ask you about, and I, and I picked out because it's something I've harped on ever since I've come on the show, was uh, when Bobo said that um, there's so many nuances of being a quarterback in the details of why you call a certain play. And I felt like the offense the past seven years was not – we didn't know why we were running the certain play. We just knew that – that the slip screen was called, and that's what we have to run. We have to execute it this way. We didn't realize, we didn't understand why do we call that play against that defense, or why is this receiver across the middle going to be open? It was just, hey, we're going to run this play. This guy's going to be open. Throw it to him. No explanation of why or teaching them why. And now, when plays break down, that's why you see quarterbacks with such panic in their eyes because, oh God, the guy that's supposed to be open isn't open, and I don't know the defense why we called this play, so I don't know who else is going to be open. And I've, I've harped on that, and it's so cool to see that Bobo is already talking about that. That's one of the things they're drilling on him, teaching him not only uh, you know the fundamental part of it that he's tr- that he has struggled with, just to be being frank, but you know the nuances and the details of why you call certain plays and how it affects the defense and why it's a good play to attack a specific defense, and that just excites the crap out of me. Well, and if you remember, you know, Jordan Rogers um, from the SEC Network kind of hit on that um, around media days. He said, I'm sure you guys talked about it, he talked about how Gus's offense, you know, was all about tempo, and then it became, once everybody caught up with that, then what? And he's, he specifically talked about the fact that uh, once tempo was gone, then he's out there running plays that he thinks he has the advantage, but tempo's gone, and so he, he doesn't really have the advantage. And so, yeah, I think you saw a lot of that. It was a lot of – with Gus's offense, it was very simple. If he couldn't run the ball, it was, it was a disaster. It was a disaster. If yeah. he could, it was, it was amazing. 
um, because, you know, the stuff he did with motion and the receivers, if you could run the ball, it was so hard to deal with. But if you couldn't, the passing game was not there, and it was an absolute failure. There's no in-between. There's no in-between. So that's what you want to see, I think, from this offense is the opportunity to – can we have a check down? Can we have, can we have a check down to a running right. back or a tight end? Down. Yeah, I mean, anything to make Bo Nix's life a little easier would be nice rather than deep ball, jump ball to Seth, deep ball to Schwartz, or, st- you know, out route to Seth, or, or we're running for our life. Mm-hmm. Right. No, you're absolutely right. Today's show brought to you by our friends at Frisky Whiskey, the best place to buy alcohol, uh, whether it's beer, wine, whiskey, tequila, vodka, any kind of spirits that you want. Frisky Whiskey is your place if you were living in the Auburn, Opelika, Lee County area. Make the short drive over into Georgia, and when you're on I-85, as soon as you cross over that line, you'll see billboards everywhere pointing you on the way to go, but... It's that exit on the right, and you take a right, and it's right there on the right. But you will get there. You will realize, wow, 10,000 square feet of selection. Absolutely incredible prices. You can't beat it. So type in Frisky Whiskey in your phone's GPS, and, uh, yeah, you'll be very happy with what you find. Where's this place now? Frisky Whiskey. Just what? type it in. It's like 20 minutes from, uh, heard from Auburn, Opelika. It's in, uh, wow. yeah, like right when you get into Georgia. They have, like, a different tax rate on alcohol, so it's, like, significantly cheaper. Okay. It's worth it. It's worth a quick drive. How about that? It's worth the quick drive. Today's show also brought to you by our friends at betonline.ag. It is the uh, the best way to place bets on all of your sports action. Get in the game. Go to betonline.ag. Use promo code LOCKEDON to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. We are joined by Justin Hokinson. Can I just call you Hoke? Is that cool? Yes, that's is that, cool. Is that what people call you? Yeah. I want I wanted to sound like we're friends. Yeah, yeah, we are friends, man. Sweet. We're Perfect. friends. Perfect. We are now. Yeah. We ate dinner together. That's Shoot, how you yeah, become man. friends. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, so which transfer do you think was brought up the most or has been brought up the most? Uh, by Darius Knighton is up there. Tony Fair is up there. Who do you think it is? Um, I would probably say, well... Demetrius Robertson's been brought up a lot because people want to know when he was going to arrive. That's fair. Um, he's here now. Yeah, he's here. And, he's living and, his and, best life. Yeah. He got out of Athens. Are you kidding me? Yeah, he's good. He's good. Kaufman, Donovan Kaufman's probably been brought up the most just because of his relationship with Derek Mason, um, which makes sense. He's a really good athlete. But I think, you know, we I, I, I posted on Auburn Live earlier today that, um, you know, Kaufman has really quickly become the vocal leader of, of the defense for now. Now, he's not, you know, obviously we know Zacoby Owen. He's not, I'm not saying he's the leader. I'm saying his knowledge of that defense, he's out there already guiding guys and telling them what to do, which is kind of a kind of an amazing asset to have for a new defense to Jeez. already have a player that knows what's going on, especially at a safety position. Um, so I would say he's had a big impact these first few days, really helping the players speed up the process of knowing what to do. But Darius Knighton brought up, he's getting first-team reps with Smoke. Um, he, he's in the mix. Tony Fair, Marcus Harris, uh, Derek Mason raved about Marcus Harris. Um, I'm excited about him. Yeah, he said he could play across the board on the defensive line, in, inside, outside. Um, so he, he got a lot of love. Um, Tony Fair, I think their, their, their thing is they just – I think he needs to lose a little more weight. Um, you know, if he, he's 330, he needs to get down a little bit so he could be on third – be there on third downs, be, the, be late in the game. Um, but he'll he'll be a he'll be a stopper. So I've heard other people say that. Yeah. Why does he need to be on the field on third down? Well, I don't. I mean, I, th- I think you just want to have that as a as a as an option. I mean, I think Derek Mason said, "Hey, we would like him to be an every down guy. So maybe you can put him in the middle, and if if he can be on there three straight downs and take up two people, 
you can leave in maybe then you can just put everybody else a bunch of speed in there. You know, maybe there's an option to put fair in there and then everybody else on the line and linebackers is just rushing and, 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 and you can do it like that. It's a fair point, though. Like, hey, you got Marcus Harris, you got Colby Wooden, you got – why can't he be really good on the first two downs and come off the field? But Derek Mason seems to want him to develop to, to at least have that option. Well, another thing is, like, we're going to play some more up-tempo offenses. And when you can't necessarily substitute, you got to have a guy that you know can be in there yeah, for – Yeah, it's a fair point. For three downs, so that's another thing. One of the quotes that jumped out to me, and I, you know, maybe you kind of gleamed a little bit more from it. You could help explain it to me. Mason said that smoke needs needed Badarius, and Badarius needed smoke. Is that just sort of like a like a push pushing each other type of thing? Because smoke's kind of had it, kind of the, the position sort of locked down, or they kind of, or, or is it they play good together, or what did that? What, how did you take that? Quote? I think. That was really interesting. I think he's saying they play off each other really well. I I think for for Bedarius, he's saying Smoke's been there, done that, and Bedarius can learn from him. Um, And I think he was saying they're similar. They kind of talk a big game, confident players. Um, And I think, but I think he was saying Bedarius has got the athletic ability, but he can he can he can learn from Smoke and and his experience in the SEC. And Smoke now has somebody maybe that's a little bit more like him. Um, nice. it, that safety position that they can bounce off of each other because Bedarius is a good sized kid as well, really really good athlete. So I think he's saying we got a couple of guys that are similar that could really bounce off each other and make each other better. And I love that you have Smoke and Bedarius back there that'll talk and talk and talk. Yeah, and it doesn't sound like Donovan Kaufman talks at all, right? And this uh, you know all that that safety position that even the backfield is fascinating and super super deep and super super talented. I was blown away, and I knew this, but I, you know, just watching both of the pressers today, at the, you know, on Monday when we record this, just how different Mike Bobo and Derek Mason are as people. Like it is amazing. Like it's just. Uh, do you think there? Everybody's talking about culture all the time. Is that is that needed? Is that part of this culture that Brian Harson has envisioned this program to kind of be consistent of? Yeah, I would say so. I mean, I think Derek Mason's a great fit um, for what for what Brian Harson's trying to do. You listen to Derek Mason, and you're – I mean, if that guy was anywhere other than Vanderbilt, it'd be hard to tell him no. I'd die for him. I mean, it'd be hard to tell him no. Yeah. I mean, that guy is solid, um, really, really solid. I mean, he, he talked a lot about trust today and how he approaches players and how he's like, look, I trust first. And then if you prove me wrong, fine, but I'm going to trust you off the bat, and then we'll go from there. And so – that was really interesting, and then yeah, but listening to Mike Bobo was wild, man. That guy's, um, I mean, he just he just kind of talks like it doesn't really matter. I mean, he's just he's just like you know, I mean, he starts talking about the offensive line. I'm sure you guys listened, but the, the, the hilarious line was they asked about the offensive line. He said, "Well, look, everybody looks good in underwear." Um, and he, you know, it was laughing. Which I disagree. <laughs> and he yeah. said it multiple times. He's like, you know, look, everybody looks good in underwear. We all know that. And da, da, da. I mean, just like he he's, he talks like nobody's in the room. <laughs> um, but they're two, they're two good culture fit. That's refreshing. Guys. That's it is, refreshing it is. Too. And they were pretty forthcoming. You, get, you can get coordinators that are, you know, maybe, maybe don't want to give away too much. They were pretty forthcoming. I mean, they talked about everybody we asked about, pretty open and honest about guys. Bobo was really honest about, obviously, Bo Nicks and his fundamentals. And, and uh, you know, Mason was honest about fair. Hey, we need him to be a third-down guy. And, they're pretty pretty forthcoming guys. I like I, I like the vibe from from both of them. Good guys. I like the personality. You're talking about how how they're different. They're different, but like to me, they're perfect for that side of the ball. Right. Like Derek Mason is energy, 
loud. They talk about how his voice just booms on the practice field. That's the kind of guy that's like, you got to get some dude jacked up to know I got to go hit that dude between his eyes uh, every single play. I got to get jacked up to do that. And whereas offense is more, okay, we got to be cool, calm, collected, calculated. We can't let things sort of ruffle, ruffle us because we have spe- uh, specific responsibilities and it's more about precision and, and this, that, and the other. And I just feel like Bobo being laid back like that is so perfect. And then Derek Mason being sort of the general loud, high energy is just like so perfect for defense. That's why I just I, – I think it's just like the best mix of, of different personalities. They uh, can fit I, so well. And can I tell you one other thing that Bobo said that, that I think gave me insight into who Bobo was is when he was talking about Bo Nix, he said one of the, he was talking about how the things he likes. He likes his work ethic. He likes his competitiveness. The other thing he said he likes about Bo Nix is his vulnerability. And that was an interesting comment to Interesting me. word, for sure. Right. It was, that was interesting. But it told me a lot about Mike Bobo, that Mike Bobo values vulnerability and is, I think, in his ability to coach and trust a player. Um, I just thought it was like, that's a good point. I mean, he's saying that Bo, Bo's open to coaching. Bo's open to saying, hey, man, I – I don't do this well, or how do I get better, or whatever it is. But I don't know that I've I don't know that I've heard a coach or a coordinator talk about a player and say I appreciate their vulnerability. Um, so I think it said a lot about Bo, but I think it said a lot about Mike Bobo that, that he looks for that, um, and I think it's something that he values, which I think tells me a lot about Mike Bobo as a person. You can save time and money when using rockauto.com. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same auto parts that you uh, would buy at a chain storefront or a car dealership when you can just get them at rockauto.com and get them shipped directly to your door. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car, truck, or SUV and write Locked On Auburn in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Dot com. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA. And now through June 30, get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Charlie, five, before we continue our conversation, why is Baumhauer's the best place to eat ever? Well, the menu is just, there's something for everybody, but just in particular, on Monday nights, you can get BOGO to go coal fired pizza. Coal fired, the only coal fired oven I think we said in the stratosphere, but definitely the Milky Way for sure. Uh, Bogo, uh, order it on your way home. Pick up one, buy one, get one free. Kids night on Tuesday. Kids eat free with the purchase of an adult entree. I'll be here. I come here two nights a week, every week. Uh, balloon animals, face painting, free kids' food. You can't beat it. Awesome place. And in that super fancy um, coal-fired oven, they also uh, have some oven-roasted wings. Hoke, you got oh, some. Oh, they're, dude, they're awesome. Were they yeah, great? Yeah, yeah. You this ate them all. They're all gone. This is what I've had in the past. Yeah, the roast... Fire roasted, whatever they call them. They're super good. Yeah, yeah. Why should people sign up for AuburnLive.com? Well, I have a two-year-old right here. Yes, um, a very adorable two-year-old. Yeah, yeah. So y'all see her, right? Yes. Um, so that's why. 
Okay. <laughs> I got to do good things for her. Um, no, we're, look, we're, I mean, it's, it's going to be an awesome site. You have, you have somebody like Jeffrey who's done recruiting forever. Right. He's got great connections and, and great perspective. Um, I like to think I'm good at my job. Um, and I enjoy it. And then we got, you know, Cole, who does a great job. Um, we're going to have – On3 is just going to grow. We're going to have a lot of resources behind us um, to provide great content. And, look, our goal our goal is to provide you with analysis and context. So we're, we're going to bring you news. We'll bring you quotes. We're going to give you that stuff. But our goal is to is to is so that you can come on the site and understand why things are happening. Yeah. Whether it's a commit. What's he bring to the table? Okay, he's a four-star. What does that mean? Mm-hmm. Um or, 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 you know, or just trying to provide context or get inside scoop to practice that you're literally not going to get anywhere else. So I think that's our goal. Get inside scoop, get in depth with the, with the team that you love, and get a little context and a little analysis on why things are happening. So everyone listening right now is already going on their phones to auburnlive.com, on yes. their computer, signing up. Um, so go ahead and give us some of the tidbits that you've heard from practice. Well, I think a couple, um, and, and, and some, some are out there a little bit. Tavares Dawson um, is a freshman to watch. I put him in, in kind of my storylines before camp started. I said he's a guy to pay attention to. You and Jeffrey talked about that on yeah. the Auburn Live podcast. Yeah, he, he's a small guy, but he's very quick, very fast. He's, he's, just, he's just a great football player, mm-hmm. and I think he's going to be a kid that they're going to have to figure out how do we get him involved. Uh, he's just got that kind of ability. How do we get him involved? He's probably too fast to just sit on the bench. They need speed. Um, I'll tell you one that I, that I heard last night that I put on the board today was Malcolm Johnson Jr., yeah. who has not been talked about until today, coincidentally. Um, but Malcolm Johnson Jr. is a freshman very raw. four-star. That's what very, Bobo said. He was very raw. raw. But he's getting, he's getting first-team reps um, ahead of Kobe Hudson a lot. So wow, he's a kid. That makes my heart hurt a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So, so he. I mean, the receiver position is wide open, but 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 people, I think, just go Capers, Canyon, Hudson, and then maybe Demetrius, Malcolm Johnson Jr. is absolutely in the mix. He's a threat there. Yeah. Wow. He's a good player. Is there an adjective you would use to describe Kobe Hudson? Um, this is an inside joke for the show. Yeah. What There's is no, it? What is it? He's a natural wide receiver. He's a natural. Yeah, he's a natural wide receiver. I'll say I spent 20 minutes watching practice the other day, and I watched Kobe Hudson and Don't say what Capers say. drop a pass. And uh, I was there for uh, 20 minutes. I mean, they probably only caught like five total, so it's not a good percentage. Yeah, yeah. Um, Looks cool. the part, though. No, for sure, for sure. <laughs> no, when he committed, everyone was like saying they were trying to talk him up. The whole beat was like, yeah, well, he he's a former quarterback, high school quarterback, but wow. now, but he's a natural wide receiver. We're all like, oh, okay, that's ridiculous. So <laughs> I just, yeah, we, we played it. Recruiting speak, we man. Played. There's just way you word things. I'm all for it. Players. No, yeah. I'm all for it, and, and you're the best at it, so you know absolutely. What are you expecting over the rest of fall camp? I mean, it's really about to heat up with pads and scrimmages coming up, and and all of that. I mean. Do, when do you think we're going to have a solidified offensive line, and when do you think we're going to really know about these wide receivers? Ooh, offensive line, I think, is more solidified than, than people think. Um, I really think, from left to right, I think Troxel at, at left tackle. I think Brahms at center. Um, I think um, – shoot, I knew I shouldn't have done this. Who's the right guard? I'm, I'm losing my mind. Brandon Council. Uh, this, Council. This is a Brandon Council podcast. Yeah, Brandon Council and, and Ham. And Ham at right tackle. I think those four are the solid front runners. Um, I think the battle is left guard between Alec Jackson and Tayshawn Manning. The, the, uh, both those guys have gotten reps. So I think the offensive line is a little more sol- close to being solidified than maybe we think. 
but all those guys are playing all the positions. But I, I think when it comes down to it, there's I think you've got a pretty much a, a set group. Receiver is the one that I don't think we'll know literally until the first game. I mean, that, that is, you just got a bunch of guys there. And Harson harped on that. If you guys, I don't know if you watched Brian Harson's com- press conference uh, to kick off fall camp. The way he talked about the receivers, the way he talked about what he wanted to see from them, which was consistency, doing the same thing every day, football IQ, understanding leverage in a defense, and it, it, being a good wide receiver, the way he talked about that, he was talking to them. He, it was, he was sending a message, and it was very clear that they don't do that. They're good athletes, but they don't understand how to be really good wideouts. Um, and so that one is the one I think is going to be wide open until – even even as the season starts, I think you're going to just see who who consistently puts good stuff on tape over and over. And it might take a few games to figure out who those guys are. Who is the most handsome newcomer, and why is it Jarquez Hunter? Wow, <laughs> I'm looking at this picture right now you posted uh, and on the board, and he looks oh, the like, dodgeball picture. No, this is him just looking oh, like oh, oh yeah, and, and jacked. Freight so if train. you look at the dodgeball picture, he's in that as well with Tank. I gotta look that. Oh yeah, is that look at that's the, down that's in the look in the tidbits and then and then go to the bottom of that post. Oh lord, because he was on Tank's um, dodgeball team. What's that this won. muscle right here? Like, how do you how do you get that bigger? I want that. Flat. Yeah, he's a know. beast, man. He's it's a true freshman. That guy's he's 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 a be- lot of good things, man. About him, a lot of good things. Unit. He is yeah, a yeah. unit. He's a beast. Well, I said the other day on our podcast, and Jeffrey loves Sean Shivers. I like Sean we Shivers Sean hard, Shivers. but I was like, dude, Sean Shivers is locked on Auburn athlete. Be careful. That's right. That's right. I saw that. Here was my here was my comment. If Sean Shivers is the number two, like if Sean Shivers is getting carries between the tackles as the number two guy, I got a problem. There's a place for Sean Shivers. Have you but watched that the 2019 Iron Bowl? I have, I have. Okay. I jokingly told I jokingly told Jeffrey. I said he doesn't break enough tackles unless your name is Xavier McKinney. Which what a tackle! Yeah. that wasn't Jeffrey. Joke. Well, yeah, he didn't break. He didn't break tackles. He breaks helmets. True, <laughs> and hearts. But Jarquez Hunter of is is there. I, I, there's some not just about him and his ability, man. There's something about there's something about him and and how he came on late in the process. Just the circumstances around his entire recruitment, to me, I've just seen it before. I think yeah. there's I think there's a lot of good things to come from him. Right, Hoke. One more time. How can people sign up? What all do they get? AuburnLive.com. You go in there. You can get ten dollars for the next year. It's ridiculous. Um, it's like three cents a day. It's quick math. I don't even know if that's right. Uh, sounds right to me. Um, AuburnLive.com. Look, you're going to get everything everything team coverage, everything recruiting coverage, um, and you're going to get scoop and intel from practice and things like that. We talk to the coaches, so we get information that not everybody gets. Um, and then you're just going to have an awesome message board that's blown up. I mean, I think you guys have been on it, the corner. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a whole lot of fun. So come, come be a part of it. Talk Auburn football with a bunch of people and then and then get a get a bunch of good information as well. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming to hang yeah, out man. with the Bomb Howards. Thanks dude. for having me. Yeah, of course. Of course. Charlie Five, always a pleasure. Enjoyed it again. How can people um, how can people find you and hear you? Uh, find me on Twitter, the underscore Charlie underscore five. You can find me on AuburnLive.com. The corner message board. Charlie Five. Come in, mix it up, and you can listen to me on Tuesdays and Thursdays on the Dad Bod Golf Pod. I love it. We'll be back tomorrow right here on Locked On Auburn. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.